Before we jump into the Guys in Shorts episode for this week, we just wanted to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite bars. They've been kind enough to uh, give us a sponsorship, and uh, we've been going there forever. That's O'Malley's in Seal Beach. Great spot for uh, anything. Dinner. Yeah. Hanging out with your apparently they were rocking on St. Patrick's Day, so I would imagine that's yeah. the place to be <laughs> yeah. on St. Patrick's Day. That's their O'Malley's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> yeah. yeah, goes together yeah. like that. peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's right. exactly. A Tinder date on a Tuesday. <laughs> there oh, you yeah. go. Yeah. I'm just saying, perfect. <laughs> it's there for everything. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. No, great spot. Uh, so shout out to them. Um, yeah. They, they're doing a whiskey tasting, or or they did a whiskey tasting. They always got they have all kinds of events. On. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing the kind they've had. Um, uh, you know, buses go to to Kings games. You know, with the, the fans, they, they do all kinds of great stuff there. Yeah, so who cares? Drink Jameson and get their shepherd's pie. That's what you. Oh, do. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> done done. That's how you, it's really that simple. <laughs> <laughs> Our guys in short sports Los Angeles as we do every week on this very podcast we're going to discuss all the big news in LA sports before we get there however be sure you're following us on Twitter at guys in shorts LA and if you haven't already done so go ahead and leave us a review on iTunes if you do Darren will buy you a beer Hi. nice thank you Darren you're welcome I hope you like Asahi. Yeah. Okay. It's all I serve. On the show this week, we'll discuss the starts to the Dodgers and Angels seasons, the Rams making more moves, the Kings one point away from the postseason. I'm sure at some point we'll mention whatever the Clippers are doing. And we have Man. a Galaxy update. We're is back, a, baby. Is it a Galaxy update or a Zlatan update? One and the same. Oh, my oh. gosh. <laughs> so great. Hammer is riding high. He's quivering. Even more important than that. Sorry, Hammer. We have a fantastic guest on the show, lead Lakers writer for Bleacher Report and host of the Hollywood Hoops podcast, Eric Pincus is calling in. Woo! Nice. Yeah. Looking forward to that one. Legit. We're doing that's, all right, Lily. That's huh? two legit yeah. interviews in, in the last In 107 weeks. episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Steady pace will win like the race. I like those odds. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, dearest. Oh, let's jump right in, shall we? I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. Shohei Otani! Thank you for that. I'm just saying that because it proves my point that, you know, spring training means nothing. Means nothing! Thank you. (laughs) Thank you, Vic. We've been preaching that forever. (laughs) Darren Besa. And to continue with that, uh, whoever said he should start out in AAA can kiss my ass. (laughs) You're going to kiss your own ass? ass? That was me. Hold on. Wow. Hope you're limber. Oh. We can always try. <laughs> ben Garcia. Hoopty who? And Eric, the Portuguese hammer Vieira. Dear Los Angeles, you're welcome. <laughs> Sincerely, <laughs> hashtag Zlatan. Oh. Zlatan. Oh. Capital L, capital A. Oh. That's right. Good Love times. that. You you are riding high. We gotta, I am We got to save that for the end of the <laughs> we show, will. though, sir. Because we will. I feel like if you want to get to the Galaxy update, just fast forward to the last 45 minutes of the show. We're the creamy nougaty center of this <laughs> Los Angeles right. sports chocolate covered egg. Oh, that's exciting. 
that just makes me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was for oh, the weight, that was for the weight loss challenge. Yeah. 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 Eaten very little over the last what's, two weeks. What's the latest? Ben and Hammer are doing a uh, weight challenge amongst each other. How's how's that going? I'm down seven in uh, in about two weeks. Okay, nice. And I'm down seventeen. Oh wow! What? In, wow. in a month, in four weeks. That's so, awesome. Oh. Wait, so you started at different times? Well, he started- I started and, you know, I shared with him that, you know, I need to kind of get on track. And he said, you know what? You know what? Let's make a competition out of this. Let's go back and forth. And so we've kind of been texting each other back and forth what we're eating. You know, we've been eating uh, rabbit pellets and- (laughs) Wow. Subway. Just smelling, (laughs) yeah, smelling food instead of eating it. Uh, And just tracking our progress. So the the bet is uh, we're going to weigh each other on pod night. Each night we come in and you need to have lost at least one pound from the week before. Okay. So you cannot fall backwards. Keep moving forward. How, how are you going to weigh each other? Like lift and embrace? <laughs> well, we do that anyway. So we're just going to okay. kind of ballpark. Sure. It. Yeah, sure. I feel like we don't want to make you feel you uncomfortable. Guys, you guys know each other well enough to, yeah. To and in order exactly. to get a true weight, we do have to be naked. So, you know, oh. it is, it is wow, what it is. Wow, that was a visual Listen, I did not need. These clothes weight, it's, it's weight. It's extra that's weight. That's, that's why I'm wearing flip-flops it. right now. <laughs> Close your eyes, Vic. Oh, no. It's a good no. thing this is an, an aural medium. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. I say we uh, we jump in with baseball started. Woo! It's here. Dodgers and Angels. Yes. The seasons are underway. Yes. Oh, it is good to have baseball back. Why don't, we, why don't we start with the Dodgers since they're the Dodgers and... Hey Vic, why don't you start with the, the more Clayton, loved with Clayton track. Kershaw? How's he doing this season? He's oh, allowed boy. three runs in two games. Okay. That's there you bad. go. <laughs> oh and two. <laughs> oh and two. <laughs> yeah, and he's allowed three he runs, two losses, yeah. in two games. He just yeah. lost just a few minutes ago. Yeah, so just but no is that his support? fault or is that? Well, I didn't see the game. Obviously, well, we I'm just saying, if you give up three runs in two games, whose fault is it that he lost? Well, how many innings did he pitch? If your team doesn't score a <laughs> run, then I don't think you can throw it all. Thank you. That's, yeah. fair. Yeah. Thank That's fair. fair. Thank you. Zero runs. Thank you. Well, enough Kershaw. Let's talk about Jensen. Oh, <laughs> yes. Didn't he lose also? Uh, well, he he he. Um, during the uh, uh, spring training, he actually pulled a hammy, hamstring, a hamstring, yeah. and they actually pulled back his starts because of that. And um, they think that it's it's the leg that he pushes off the rubber with. So obviously something's wrong because he's people don't hit home runs off of him, and he's already allowed two. So oh, wow. clearly, um, his hamstring doesn't know that spring training. Means nothing, and right. yeah, even injuries don't count in spring training. Can't use that right. excuse is, anymore. Does that not work? Is that not nah, work? sort of. I think there's some medical <laughs> journals that will. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. There's that. yeah, yeah. But if the, you dive the, deep into the medical journals, right. Right. and the hamstring yeah. itself, if you've ever injured your hamstring, that's a really difficult injury to come back from. Right. Because the slightest tweak, especially if you're pushing weight off of it, that that so, can yes, that can really things going that, on. That's why him. I couldn't finish the forty when we did our guys in shorts. Yes. Olympics. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about the triumphant return of Ben relating <laughs> fresh professional athletes back to himself? Yeah. Really? Good. You're welcome. Welcome yeah. back. We've missed that. Hey, Los Angeles. You're welcome. <laughs> You'd like that guy. Uh, this is the way to get Ben in on guys. There you go. Zlatan is your key. Henry. I'll, you I'll tell you, you know, there's a, a friend of mine at work, and, and he's a big soccer fan, and he's, like you guys, is trying to get me to to recognize that it's even a sport. And he told me, like, when, when the rumors were going on with Zlatan, he says, you know what, if this guy comes, he goes, he's going to convert you. You're, you're, of any player who plays soccer, like, this is the one guy that's going to convert you because he is everything that you want 
your athlete to be cocky an asshole <laughs> and i was like and has right. the talent to back it up and, right right yeah. and can yeah. dominate and so anyway yeah i don't know bold I'm, prediction ben's gonna be wearing a laton jersey by the end uh, of the season i don't know if you that's know, so at least bold shirt. <laughs> if you think about it i went out and bought a bryce harper jersey yeah exactly punch, so yeah but that th- we're talking about a soccer i will buy an herbalife piece jersey. of <laughs> <laughs> there we go <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of athletes that come to a team and perform amazingly in their first game, how about the Angels and Shohei Otani? Shohei Otani making a big splash for the Angels. Come on, guys. You know what? Seriously, this is a guy who I was really worried about in spring training. Yes, and were. he comes out, he pitches a gym with Oakland. Goes six straight innings. Most of his pitches are topping 95 miles per hour. His average velocity is around 97. He's hitting 100 or so miles per hour on his fastball. And when you look at preseason, his average velocity was right around 92 or 93 miles per hour. So I don't know if he just dialed it back a little bit or whatnot, but uh, he came to the mound. Maybe give him a little bit of adrenaline push due to his first uh, uh, plate appearance on the mound, but definitely he looked great, guys. Got the got the win in his first game got pitching. Win, yes. Wait, 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 wait. Is he the real deal, Jeff? Well, it's too soon. <laughs> Vic would call it. Vic would call game. it. You know, no, he wouldn't. Vic would. Not That's right a big now. enough I mean, sample size for Vic to call you, it. Let me ask you this: <laughs> yeah. How many times have I called something and been wrong? Ooh, <laughs> Vic is not wrong often. <laughs> well, I'm, I feel well, like <laughs> Vic, I'm, I'm trying to recall who you've called. You know, the real deal. The real deal. So, yeah. so tell me who you think, and I'll tell you where you're wrong. Bellinger so far is the real deal. Yeah. You, wait, sure. so far, doesn't that go against everything you're saying that you don't crown the real deal until it's for sure? You can't say so far the real deal. Well, I'm I'm I I'm I would like to see a couple of years worth before I call somebody the real deal. He's only been in for one season. One but season, so yeah. far I think he is the real deal. But I think there's still some I think at the end of this year you can look at it if he slips a lot, you can say, No, he's not the real deal. If if you two are chick hern and you're putting the game in the refrigerator, <laughs> Ben waits until the last the last five seconds to put it and, in the refrigerator. Vic's putting the, the it in the refrigerator with three minutes, four minutes yeah, left yeah. to go to no, the no, game. No, no, Ben puts it into the refrigerator five seconds after the game ended. Right, right, after the buzzer. Yeah. Right after the buzzer. Says, yeah. See, I told the light, you. The light, <laughs> and the backboard goes off, and then Ben, this game's in the refrigerator. And I'll, and I'll, and I'll never be wrong. Uh, that is true. <laughs> That's, that's right. Oh, you're protecting who's been yourself. Burned before. Really that's good. right. I'm protecting myself. Really good. There you ben. go. Ask the LAFC fans who are up 3-0 this week. Exactly. I'm going to keep bringing it back, guys. Oh, We're just going to oh, keep tagging up the bases Bite your tongue, Eric. Moving on. <laughs> I apologize ahead of time to Eric Pincus. Uh, let's, let's move on to Shohei's second first game of the season. where <laughs> Because he gets two first games. Yes. He had a first game at the plate and a first game... Like at the play. at the big A, <laughs> yeah. at the big A, yeah, at the big well, A. At the big A, he had a he, he re, he's already batted once before. Well, that was in he Oakland. Went, yeah, he went one for yeah. five. Okay, yeah. So first first game at the big A. <laughs> His first game at the big A. And first what does that, he do? That, that we're counting. And what does he do? He His gets first that plate appearance. Three run home run by Shohei Otani, oh. which I was telling uh, Ben earlier that the pitch before it was a wild pitch, so it brought in Cole Calhoun from third to home because. If that wasn't a wild pitch, Shohei Otani would have had that grand slam. Oh, so how awesome! The grand that slam. Has been. So awesome. Is it yeah, true? Yeah. No matter how you slice it, is it true that that would not have been a home run last season with the new wall? Oh, <laughs> um, good question. I I don't have Shohei, those facts in Shohei, front of me. Jeff didn't know that they changed the wall. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's recalibrating right now. Going, which wall is that? Darren said, where are they playing? Where are they playing? Darren said, Otani made a big splash. Oh, so I hit it in the waterfall? That's cool. Technically not what I meant. He didn't go into waterfall, and yes, without the scoreboard there, it would have been a home run. So legit. Yeah, Trout's home run earlier in tonight's game would not have been, so... He definitely got it out of the park. Does Trout have warning track power? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Trout is the real deal. I was going to say Trout oh, is the real deal. Yeah, yeah. No, of course. Perfect. Of we got course. that recorded, guys. Is he more or less the that real deal than Bryce Harper? Uh, I Equal. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. I think Bryce is also the real deal. Oh, okay. yeah. Of course. Yeah. And be loving him some Bryce Harper. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I also heard Michael Jordan's good. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I don't know. Really obvious thing. I don't know. I don't know. Let's hold back on that one. Your thoughts on Tiger Woods? <laughs> he was great. <laughs> All right. Well, you know what? We got an interview to get to, gentlemen. Yes. If you're That's a Laker right. fan and you have impeccable taste in where you get your Lakers news, and clearly you do because you're listening to this podcast. <laughs> Then our guest is a must-follow on Twitter. You should be reading him on Bleacher Report and listening to him on the Hollywood Hoops podcast. He's one of only three people in the world who actually understand NBA contracts and salaries. Welcome to the show, Eric Pincus. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> wow, awesome. I, I better be good. I mean, that, <laughs> I feel like you got to be the smartest guy in most rooms that you oh, yeah. walk into. For sure. right? in our room, is that, yeah. is that true? That's uh, very subjective. <laughs> there, are, there are areas that I am very smart and areas I'm not as smart. So, you know, everyone's got a bit of everything, right? Good and bad. So yeah, sure, I know some things well. And yes. fortunately for you guys, I, at least supposedly, I know this topic well. So let's, <laughs> what, what, what you got for me today, guys? Yeah, what you looking for? yeah. Well, but we got Lakers stuff we want to talk about because it's been a recurring theme on this show as it has been all of L.A. is, you know, is LeBron coming? Should LeBron come? Paul George, do we get him? You know, what's what's going on there? So we do want to touch on that, and and you are the definitive expert. I think <laughs> the right guy, to, yeah. the right guy to talk about that. But before we get there, this podcast, we also focus on the LA culture of sports. And you are certainly a, a big personality uh, in that culture. And we just kind of wanted to get a quick, your, your background and, and how you got to where you are. Have you been a lifelong Lakers fan? Well, once you become a journalist, any sort of preconceived notions of fandom needs to get scraped from your soul. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> so what you're saying is we're not journalists. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, I came up, you know, I grew up in L.A., so, I, I mean, I'm old enough to have seen Magic play. Uh, I was pretty young, but definitely got to see some of that, those classics. Uh, and then, you know, Nick Van Exa era was more of my, my speed. Oh, yeah. And then I went to Clipper games, too. I mean, I, I, there was a great package that they had back in the day where you could buy like 10 Clipper games. You'd get two Lakers, you'd get the Bulls, you'd get nice. like the Phoenix Suns when Barkley was there. Oh, wow. Barkley never, Barkley never played. Though. He always would uh, be like, he'd just uh. be in a suit sit out. He'd always, always hurt for the Clipper game. Uh, you know, whatever. So I, I, I would go see them at the sports arena. And so, you know, I just, I love the game. I love basketball. Like I said, obviously in LA, it's hard not to grow up being around the Lakers and not to, to pull for them when, when you're growing up. But once yep. I got into this industry, which was, I, I realized that there's a, you know, instead of paying to go to the games, that there's actually a way to go to the games and they pay you. That's, so that was like, That's badass. How do we get there, guys? Right. <laughs> and that was really the, the motive, right? It was, let's get, let's get paid to do what I'm already doing. And so 
started writing about it in the early days of the internet when blogs weren't even called blogs yet. And, uh, eventually hooked up with hoopsworld.com, which is now defunct, but is now basketball insiders. And I still write for them to this day. Uh, worked for the LA times for four years, works, work now currently for bleacher report, do NBA TV here and there. Just one of those things that sort of just happened. Nice. And, uh, it's a lot of work, a lot of hours, a lot of late nights, uh, but it's a lot of fun too. Yeah, I, w- I would imagine the reward is is just awesome. We we got some uh, some Lakers questions for you. We don't want to take up too much of your time. So, Vic, why don't you start us off with that? Actually, I hope you don't mind, but uh, you're my go-to source on, on Twitter, so I've uh, kind of uh, spread your gospel here on our podcast. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but uh, really quick, uh, what do you think the thought process was of the Lakers when they offered Dang and Mozgov those contracts way back when? Uh, well... I was fortunate enough to be in Vegas at the time and at an event uh, with Jim Buss uh, the next day. I'm trying to remember if it was post-Dang or if it was just Mozgov at that point. Uh, it might have just been Mozgov. Uh, but I got to talk to him about it briefly, and, and uh, th- that was like the center that was their first, they, they weren't going to get Whiteside. He wasn't interested. Okay. Uh, and so with Whiteside not interested, uh, remember Lakers had Whiteside as like a, an invite or something like that and didn't, like a training camp invite and didn't, didn't take him or whatever it was. Right. Uh, he had some bitter feelings towards them. So whatever. So Whiteside out now, they go ahead and went down the list and, and the guys who they believe that they could get and Luke and Brian Shaw both wanted Mozgov and, they thought that was the going rate. That's what they computed to be the going rate. Now they were right in that it was the going rate that summer. It was just that all the other teams were also wrong. (laughs) 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 So uh, are the Lakers guilty of doing what about 20 something other teams did? Yes, they are. Does that make them less culpable? No. Uh, The Boston Celtics were really smart with how they spent their money. They got Horford and then they used whatever money they had to pay Amir Johnson and Jonas Drebko really friendly short-term contracts. And, you know, the Orlando Magic, like, gave out one of the best contracts that summer. They gave a one-year deal, like $15 million to Jeff Green, which is a great contract in that situation, right? Now, Jeff Green, I'm, I don't think, other than his mom, I don't know if there's a big Jeff Green fan out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're talking to him right now. <laughs> but I'm just kidding. The reality is, is that that was a great deal. Of course, the Magic also paid Fournier and Biombo. And everybody else, and they, they, they locked themselves in, and now those guys don't have jobs. Uh, and Mitch and, and Jim don't have jobs. So the <laughs> yeah. thinking was is that he was the best center that they could get, and if you inflation adjust his contract, it was like paying him like $11 million a year, which at the time, if you paid a center who was your starter $11 million a year, that, was, that, that, was was, that would have been a reasonable contract. Right. And so they were saying basically – that 17 or 16 or whatever it was, was inflation adjusted the same amount of money. And the reality is it, it was, it, it was the years that hurt. If they, if they paid gotcha. him that much money for one year, yeah. that's a great contract. If they paid him that money for two years, partially guaranteed or something, we could debate it and maybe it's not as good, right. but four years, Lordy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that was yeah. the problem. Like with Catavius Pope this year, right. I mean, we signed him, I think it was what, 20, 20 million or something for this one season, but it's, it's right. one season. It's the length right. of the contract is, it's really what hurt the Lakers. Well, I mean, the Lakers were doing great with that. And it wasn't fun, I would say, for the home fans to see Roy Hibbert 
right? Yeah. Like, yeah. right. But they did that with Roy Hibbert. They, they did it via trade. The year before that, they did it with um, Jeremy Lin, and that's how they got the Larry Nance pick. Yep. Was they took on Jeremy Lin so that the Rockets they needed to dump that salary. Mm-hmm. And so Mitch was on the right track. And I just wrote something on Mitch Kupchak, kind of looking at his hits and misses. And yep, I just read we it. We read a great article. <laughs> yeah, yeah. quick really plug. And yeah. check out the Bleacher Report article on Mitch Kupchak. It's fantastic. Well, yeah. thank you. And, the, and the, the ugly part of it is obviously the Deng and the Mozgov. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it is you know, for, it, it, there's there's no way to go back. They thought they were making the right choice at the time, but man, it's it, they they were right there, and and, and it's really Mitch's job. If if that was Jim, and I don't know if it was Jim or Mitch or both, it was probably both. But there's a point where Mitch, as the GM, should have a better feel for the economics, and he should make sure that his owner does not make a terrible mistake like that. And so you have to put it on Mitch, even if even if it was Jim. And I don't even know if it was Jim driving it. I think it was really the both of them to a degree. Right. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, so you know, everybody's talking about Randall. And uh, what are the what are the Lakers going to do? Uh, should they keep him? Should they let him go? You know, two max contracts coming up. Um, what exactly is the time frame that the Lakers have to match an offer offer sheet for Julius Randle if somebody were to offer him uh, more money than the Lakers right now? Well, they they changed the rules slightly, but not. They kind of only uh, went took a half measure. So in the past you couldn't sign until after the moratorium. So there's like a dead period yep. the beginning of July when the league figures out all the math and all the numbers. Uh, and so they've reduced that to like five days, right? So okay. moratorium is, is like permanently. Is is that to avoid what happened with the Clippers and Deandre Jordan? No, no, they don't really need a moratorium anymore. Okay. It used to be that they needed that amount of time to do all the accounting. Now they pretty much have it down uh, where they they'll know those numbers ahead of time, but at the same time, um, they, I, I guess it's now it's just kind of become just the way they do business. They're going to hold on to, it's just kind of precedent. So they're yeah. going to stick with a. They feel like a five day waiting period, a cool off period is appropriate. Okay. And it, is it, is it partially shorter because of DeAndre? I mean, I think that was an example of, you know, why are we having this longer moratorium when we right. don't need it? Right. So I'm, I'm, it, it helped make that decision, but I don't think it's the main reason. I think it would have shrunk down to almost nothing. Yeah. Anyway, so you have this five days, and in the past, the, like let's say that Julius agrees to go to Dallas, which everyone is assuming is the team that would offer him something. Right? They have the money. He's from right. Dallas. He killed them this year. He shot like over sixty, sixty-five, somewhere in that range percent from the field against them. Just murdered them. Uh, and so let's say he signs. In the past, he could agree to a deal, but not sign it until July 6th, right okay. after the moratorium. Now he can actually sign it outright on July 1st, so there's no waiting. He could just say, okay, boom, we're done, and they sign it. But the clock doesn't start until the same point. Oh, wow. So the clock starts on that 6th. It takes away certain possibilities because in the past, uh, you would have a player agree to sign an offer sheet when the moratorium ends, and over the course of the next few days, the, the the team losing them would, would approach both all the parties and say, hey, do you want to do a sign-in trade and right. try to work something out? So uh, the new rules probably discourage that possibility because they're going to sign outright instead of waiting and, and having that moratorium. But there still is a moratorium, on the, and there's still that clock. So it starts on the 6th. It's a 48-hour thing. It used to be longer, but it's 48 hours. And so really they have eight days, roughly, okay. like okay. So they have a lot of time. 
eight days is a long time in the free agency, but it also depends on how quickly someone like LeBron James is deciding what they want to do. But I'm sure that Rob Plinka has made very clear to Rich Paul, who is LeBron's agent, exactly where the Lakers stand as far as their possibilities. Uh, and, and I'm sure everyone's well aware of their timeline. And then equally, uh, if Paul George is a serious possibility, he's repped by Aaron Mintz of CAA, who reps Randall. So there is some synergy there, but only if the Lakers are in the ballpark of what Randall wants. If they're lowballing, then any synergy goes out the window. <laughs> yeah. And if they can get an offer from Dallas or from someone else, it's $25 million a year. Right, the Lakers crazy. are offering 15 then there's a pretty wide gap there. And so then it becomes more of an issue. And, and then as much as everybody would like this to work out, I think Randall would love to stay. If Paul George wants to come, I, I know that he would like to play with Randall because they have uh, a friendship that's been forged through uh, events that they've done and things that they've done together through the tide agency. So we'll see. It's, it, we don't, none of us have answers. We can only kind of, Right. certain dots and then we see what human beings and specific individuals <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, and they don't always act logically you know the yeah, time, yeah. yeah. like the, the whole deandre jordan thing that was not logic that was like emotion and right. people right. making bad choices in life which is what people actually do <laughs> like real people do and then you get lebron in the situation and nobody even his own people don't know what's going on oh, until yeah. the day before so yeah so how does that work with with lebron and, and paul george as far as, as far as their free agency and figuring out what the Lakers are going to do with Randall. Like, uh, I mean, it could come that the 48 hours is up and the Lakers don't still don't know where Paul George and LeBron are going to go, right? It, there, there's, it, it could be that Paul George takes a month and LeBron take a month and they lose Randall while waiting. It could be that those guys decide where they're going to go on the first day. So, okay. you know, we, we don't really know, but we do know that... They're, the Lakers, if they're going to be competent here, and, and I expect they will be, and I, I expect that Rob, uh, you know, Magic is really the hype man and the visionary of, of, of what they want to do, which is basically get everybody who's a good player on their team. <laughs> and he's, Sounds he's, like he's a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> I love that plan. And he's, he's the guy who, like, if you put Paul George in a room with Magic Johnson, I have trouble buying that he's going to leave that meeting and right. not be a Laker. Right. Like, yeah. I really... And I think you could even argue that with LeBron, too. You know, you put him in a room with Larry Bird, who hated each other, and they became <laughs> friends. So, yeah, I totally right, agree absolutely. with that. Right. And and so, really, it comes down to Palenka being prepared. The way you get prepared is you should have conversations with 29 other teams to some degree to try to figure out where they stand. Uh, who wants Randall? Who, I mean, rather, who... Well, it depends how you look at it. If, if the goal is, which I think it should be, to keep Randall yes. and get George and get LeBron, then the answer is trading Luol Deng. So right. if you made a list of all the assets that the Lakers have, um, like on one hand, they shouldn't give out all of, those, all of their assets in June before right. July because they don't know if they need to dump Luol Deng. Like let's say LeBron doesn't come but Paul George does, they can keep Randall, they can keep George, rather sign George, and yep. then keep Dang, and then decide what to do before next summer, 2019, when guys like Clay and Kawhi are available. So there's some flexibility there. So 
I don't know if there's going to be something done at the draft, but they should be doing all the homework and all the initial conversations. Right. And they have the, their 2019 first to offer. Like it's hard to offer their 2018 the, the Cleveland pick because they'll have to make that pick before there's a deal. And oh, okay. you, you're, you're you're not going to like typically you can you can make a deal where you like the the D'Angelo Russell deal I believed in trigger until July anyway. So there are uh, deals you can make in June where you say, okay, we'll draft for you, uh, but we'll we'll have the rights to that player and we'll execute the trade uh, on July whatever gotcha. July sixth. Right. But the challenge there is the Lakers don't know if they need to make that move. So right. they can't really say we'll draft for you at 20. Let's say the Cavs are 25 just to make it a round number, right? We, they, they can't say, okay, we'll draft for you at 25 and maybe we'll trade you that player. Maybe we won't because that, that just doesn't work. Now they'll probably draft 25 for themselves. And then, uh, you know, maybe someone that wants that player piece. at a later date, but realistically it's the pieces in play would be, Lakers 29 first uh, and their 21st or maybe be their 20th and their 22nd. You can't trade consecutive ones. So okay. They could trade two firsts. You could technically trade three firsts if you space it out enough. Uh, but the Lakers would probably want to have some level of protection on it. Uh, and then they also have the Chicago 2019 second, which is probably in the 30 to 40 range, maybe 41, 42. It's a good pick. And I think that has some value. And then also they can offer up to a little bit over $5 million. Let's just even round it to $5 million. $5 million could be enough for another team to turn that money around and buy a pick from someone else. Okay. So you, you put all those assets together two firsts, the Chicago pick, uh, and $5 million. And if you were offering a, a, that to a team with cap room to take Lowell Dang, a team that is probably below the floor, so that first year, they're going to spend that money anyway. So whether they're spending $17 million on Little Dang or whether they're spending it on some other guy right. like they don't really want, it's no different. They're going to pay right. that money anyway. So maybe there are – if you're offering all those draft considerations, you probably have two or three teams, I think, that would be interested. So okay. I, I, that's probably too much. Like the Lakers probably don't want to give up that much. I kind of give that as an example of the extreme, right? The the other extreme would be, um, you know, like a, a first. I don't think it's enough. I don't think you're going to have a team that takes Luol Deng for a first Just round for the pick. first round pick? No, right, can, can Luol just, Deng still play? I mean, I, I know he kind of started this year and just, I don't know if it was that he wasn't in Luke Walton's rotation or if they just decided early on that they were going to just go young. But, I mean, if he was traded, is, is he still somebody that can play? You know, that's uh, subjective. I mean, he's not that old, but there's also some conjecture uh, because of, of, you know, people where people are from Africa who are immigrants. Sometimes they don't have age. Uh, they don't have birth certificates that right. are recognized or like he might have a birth certificate, but it's, there's some doubt as to the, the authenticity of it. And so I have heard some uh, teams or some people with teams question how old Lou Deng actually is. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. There are some teams that are going to look and say he's probably like 40 years old and can't play anymore. And then maybe there's someone like Tom Thibodeau. And not to say that I think the Wolves be, will be interested. I, I don't think they will be actually at all. But if they were, Thibodeau, I could see wanting someone like Lul Deng to come in there and teach the Wolves how to play. So 
Uh, but I don't think anyone's trading for Luol Deng for his value. Right. It's more like he, he you know, and the, th- the thing that's changed, one of the things that's changed is very few teams have cap room uh, moving forward. Ma- you know, maybe it'll be seven, maybe it'll be 10, but not a lot of teams, not compared to what it was. And so uh, the value of expiring contracts is starting to climb because they made some other changes. So non-guaranteed salaries, you can't just trade them like you used to and then okay. cut those players. So they're, there's a value to having an expiring, like Kwame Brown. Yes. Is how the Lakers got Pau Gasol, Gasol, right? Right. Yep. Right. So that, that, that kind of diminished over time because teams got more clever and they found other ways, whether it's like involving a team with cap room to create a trade exception uh, or signing players to contracts that had an extra year that wasn't guaranteed. Teams found other ways that were better than just flat out expiring contracts. Uh, but some of that's gone away with the new rules. And so I think there's uh, some strength. And you could say that Luol Deng in the last year of his contract has some value to a team huh. that wants to make a trade. He might, you know, so it, uh, with two years, it's not very pretty. With three, it was horrid, right? No yes, one wants right, that. Right. With two, it's ugly. I'm not going to pretend it's pretty. Uh, but with one year left, it's not a terrible contract anymore. Now it's a piece that you might be able to use to trade for another player especially a, a team that isn't going to be successful in free agency, whether they don't have the money right, uh, or they're not a destination, you need to make a big trade to get your star. And if you're going to do that, you need to have a big contract. If you're going to take on someone with big money, you have to have big money going out. So Deng could oh, be a valuable piece down the road. So, you know, it's all conjecture. You know, this is my analysis of, of the situation. I feel like there's some, there's some strength in the Lakers position if they're willing to give up enough and they don't have to do any of it. They can, they can let Randall go or uh, maybe LeBron doesn't come and, and they don't have to go and take all this, those measures and they can wait until Dang is expiring. And then when he's expiring, he's not as, as ugly a contract. And then maybe it's easier, you know, if he's an ex- yeah. expiring and you're including a draft pick or two, I think you're in great shape. So lots to be to be determined. But if I'm yeah. not playing, <laughs> yeah. I'm all. I, I've 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 already run through every scenario. And if I'm Rob Palenka, oh. I've already reached out to teams and and, and it already started gauging where they are down the road. All right. So let's go with that then. Let's say you are Rob Palenka. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you like? Okay. So you know the the kind of team that the Lakers have right now. Just keeping that in you know in mind. If you were Rob Palenka, would would you be going after this 2018 free agent class, or would you be going after the 2019 free agent class? Well, well let, let me tell you a story. Uh, you know, there was uh, the Israelites were. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just... <laughs> oh, this is getting good. Here we go. Did Israelites yeah, play right. in the Rob or whiskey? Loves to tell Were they in the terrible. ABA? Nice, nice. <laughs> Rob Plinka, his go-to is to tell a long story. They usually have some sort of biblical. He's awesome. a very religious man, which I respect. Yeah, yeah, no, that's uh, awesome. Getting into character, so, I love it. Yeah, uh, but like in 2018, I, I mean Paul George, of course. Being at Paul George, that, that it's a no-brainer because. Uh, first of all, I, I don't. I don't think he's really an alpha, but right. Uh, I agree with that. I think. He, I think that's. I don't think. I mean, yeah, this team does need an alpha. Maybe it's Brandon Ingram, despite the fact that he, you know, talks like a, you know, with a whisper. Uh, but uh, we could debate LeBron. I wrote an article that kind of questioned should the Lakers get LeBron if they could, and I put in some arguments as to why they couldn't. But even that was written 
more of an exercise than it was necessarily from like my own conviction. Right. If you can get LeBron and Paul George and keep Randall and all the kids, other than you know whatever draft picks you just trade off, you know I think you got to try to do that. And, and you know maybe you're not good enough to beat the Warriors, maybe you're not, but you're a relevant team and you're a fun team and you have the opportunity to bring in other veterans and it's a whole different world. So okay. yeah, they should if they could. Uh, waiting till 2019 is, is tricky because it's very possible that Clay Thompson stays. Uh, it's, it's possible that whatever's wrong in San Antonio with yeah, what's Leonard, going on over there. Yeah. It's, it's unclear. Uh, but maybe that's all worked out. You know, they were, they had some issues with LaMarcus Aldridge and they worked it out. Right. So there's a lot of, um, there, there are more free agents in 2019, uh, but is Kyrie Irving leaving, uh, Boston, to probably come to not Los Angeles. Yeah. Right? Is, uh, Kemba Walker, the right guy. And you can argue it, but is Kemba Walker, the right guy, right. uh, to put next to Lonzo ball. I I'd argue, uh, definitely maybe because we saw how good in, in a sense, Isaiah Thomas was when he had good games, how good the Lakers were. Uh, if you put, you basically have a two guard front where one's an attacker who's trying to score all the time in Kawhi, not Kawhi, sorry, in Kemba. And you have, uh, Lonzo who basically wants to do everything else, but attack the basket (laughs) for good reason. uh, (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I, I think that there's some, but again, you're, you're banking on getting those players. And there's a certain point where as Mitch Kupchak learned, where if you keep kicking the can at some point, you just kick it off a cliff. <laughs> <Yeah. gone. laughs> so, okay. We thank you so much for taking all the yeah. time. And I know we've gone longer than, uh, than 20 minutes, what we, what we told you, but l- one last question, because I, I love the way we're going and we love playing hypotheticals on this show <laughs> sure. in, in the Eric Pincus perfect world, not, not what you think will happen, but what would you love to see happen this off season? Uh, well, I mean, I've been writing the same stories year after year uh, <laughs> about how the Lakers are terrible and here's how they can not be terrible by getting stars. So it would be nice to write different stories that have different topics about whatever it is. So it would be nice for them to not be, uh, terrible. you know, a team that loses <laughs> nine games straight. <laughs> that I, would be I, nice. I, I know, agree. It's been a better year. I, it's been more entertaining to write about them this year because there's been more to, right. more to write about, certainly more than the last couple. Uh, but that said, I mean, if they could somehow pull off LeBron and Paul George and keep Randall, and from there, I think it's reasonable that they could keep Brooke Lopez on the room exception, which is about, let's call it $4 million, just to round numbers, uh, because they have his bird rights the following year. They would actually renounce him, sign him for the... Uh, yeah, you have to renounce him first, then sign him after they've spent all their money. Okay. I am for their room exception for one year, probably be like a, a, a one plus one where, uh, let's say you pay him $8 million and the second year is a player option. So in okay. case he gets hurt, he gets an extra 4 million of insurance. So, but he opts out. And then the next year you pay him 10, $11 million, whatever it is, uh, because his rights basically restore, even though you renounced him this year. <clears throat> but I mean, if you're Brooke Lopez and you have the chance right? to stay yeah. and play with LeBron, Paul George, and all yeah. the kids that you've grown with. And, and he was miserable to start this, not to start, but it, like, I felt like he was good for the first week or few weeks or month. Yeah. There was definitely like a two month lull where he was just 
miserable and it just wasn't working, but they found their way through it. Yeah. And I think he's been really rather uh, a positive. Oh, totally. Uh, con- you know, contributor. And he gives you another man, <laughs> a grown man to play, you know, and you <laughs> could start to say, well, then who starts and where does Randall, does Randall come off the bench? That's a good problem you know, to have though, right? Yeah. I mean, those I, people get upset with me, like on Twitter when like they start asking me questions like, well, if they get this, this, and this, and this, who starts and who play? I'm like, you know, I, look, come on. Like we're talking about like, if, 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 yeah. if, if, and now you want me to do like the rotation <laughs> yeah. and figure out their, how many minutes they're going to get. It's like, you know, that's not for Luke Walton to figure out, but I think if you can, and look, if LeBron really wants to come and he views the, the people who, who are part of clutch sports as family, right? The, like anyone who clutch right. sports, him and Rich Paul are partners, right? They're like, you know, outside of, you know, um, I mean, you know, platonically, they're like life partners, right? These guys are absolutely in bed together. Um, when, I mean, yeah, I'm not <laughs> trying to say it that way, you know. That's how Ben says it. Yeah, that's how, yeah. Excuse, right. You got to excuse Ben. So, I, but it, so, like, the Lakers opening up that door to Rich Paul and LeBron James was the KCP contract. And they even went yes. the extra mile. Yep. I remember. David Nwaba go, which made really no good sense. Like they could have paid KCP like 500,000 less or whatever it was, but no, they, they went the extra mile to get that guy an extra little bit of money. And I think that was about, I mean, I've seen Rich Paul sit with uh genie bus uh, at a Laker game. And, and part of it is just bonding and having fun. You don't have to have these serious conversations about, right. you know, what you're going to do with your players. You just get to know each other and have a good time getting to know each other and get comfortable. And so maybe that KCP door, maybe LeBron wants to take a little bit less so KCP can stay. Yeah. So, you know, I, 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 those are the kind of things that can happen if everyone agrees quickly that this is what we're going to do and everybody wants to make this work. But that entirely starts with LeBron saying, I want this to work. Right. Then it, and it, and I, he's not coming without someone like Paul George. You know, there's always like some, trade that they could pull out of their rear that we don't know about you know like i know that someone like andrew wiggins might be available right that's crazy yeah because he's unhappy over you know if you have cap room and you want to take on 25 million dollars a year and andrew wiggins i don't know exactly how he fits with kuzma and and ingram and you know all the pieces that you do have but you know there are, are other options for the lakers outside of the ones we're talking about I'm curious to see what happens. You know, you say, what would I like to see? You know, the plan A would be really neat to see them pull off, but if it doesn't happen, really curious to see how they pull up. What, what, what plan B plan C, what does it look like? How good is this team in 2018? How good are they in 2019? Or are Rob and magic just taking the same path that Jim and, and, and Mitch took, which is over promising counting on stars coming to LA and at some point realizing that the world has changed and maybe the Lakers and what they offer isn't enough in and of itself. So I don't know. Uh, we don't, no one knows the answer here. We can speculate on it, but uh, we'll find out eventually. Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever yes. the Lakers do, I hope they just don't get caught for tampering. Or <laughs> <laughs> find again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was kind of embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of. Just a little bit. Yeah. Right. Well, Eric, thank you so much yeah, for taking you, the time with us. We appreciate it. We know it's uh, it's late, and you got home from the uh, the Clippers Spurs game. So so thanks again for calling in, and uh, yeah, 
Appreciate you talking some Lakers basketball with us. Yeah, Woo! Thank you. yeah absolutely, guys. Appreciate yeah. it. Hey, and the Clippers kept their hopes alive. You know, yeah, they're, they're still yeah. in it. They're still game. in it. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. It, it would be nice to go to postseason. Sure. It's been since uh, it's been since 2005. Since uh, no, that, like we've always had either Lakers. Oh wow, that's true. That's huh? Oh well, yeah. then we should be rooting for them for sure. Yeah. yeah. Got to keep. LA yeah. Alive. Although to be, you know, on the other hand, you know. I, I could use a break. <laughs> <laughs> well said, I'm sir. Well said. I'm done with it. Yeah. <laughs> say, awesome. That is awesome. After all the data you were spending, I don't know if you keep a spreadsheet or where that yeah, goes. It sounds like you, you deserve a break. Seriously. Yeah, right. <laughs> seriously. How can everybody find you on Twitter and, and any anything else you want to plug? Sure, sure. Well, you can always find me at Eric Pincus, E-R-I-C-P-I-N-C-U-S on Twitter or social media in general. And uh, I'm also uh, do the I do the Hollywood Hoops podcast with uh, Josh Martin. Um, that's Great Hollywood podcast, underscore by the Hoops. Way. Thank you. I'm actually editing it right. That's what I, the first thing I did when I got home <laughs> booted up and started editing. It. <laughs> <laughs> Get it ready. <laughs> uh, and then uh, of course Bleacher Report and Basketball Insiders. Bleacher Report is my Lakers coverage. Uh, Basketball Insiders is where I have all of my players uh, team salaries. Uh, which I update as regularly as I can, and they're the most accurate that you're going to find anywhere. I can pretty much guarantee that. Although if yeah. you do something wrong, please hit me with an email. If there's something wrong, every so often, you know. Uh, and uh, <laughs> every so often, I'm on TV as well, so NBA TV. But that's nice. uh, probably uh, around the draft or something like that. You know, they call me when they need me. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And yeah, they don't ever call us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we haven't got that call Not yet. Yet, <laughs> yet, yet. Yeah, we're on our YouTube channel. That's, there you that's go. about it. Eric, thank you so much again. We appreciate it, and uh, and hopefully we'll be talking to you again. Yeah. All right. Hey, it was great talking to the fifteen of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot, guys. We get that a lot. We get that a lot. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. All right, guys. Anytime. Good dude, I got I got a movie pitch. It's the Goodwill Hunting sequel starring Eric Pincus oh. with oh. all of that stuff. That, that guy knows his stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah, I'm telling you on Twitter. Every I, when I'm following him, I'm like amazed at the stuff that he he's, knows. And he's like your Zlatan. He, yes, <laughs> he is. That, and that's you know and what? That's, that's how, how you bring, bring it back, back to <laughs> Galaxy yet again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which totally explains why I wanted to, I wanted to have him on the podcast. You <laughs> nailed right. it on the head right there. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, Vic's waiting for him to take his shirt off. All right. <laughs> let's take a quick break. When we come back, we still got uh, Kings to talk about, Rams, and of course, the actual Zlatan. 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 <laughs> <laughs> right after this. Here in LA, we love our weather and sports teams, but we do not love our traffic. With a car accident every six seconds, we all know someone who's been in a fender bender. At Garcia Chiropractic, we specialize in relieving pain caused by sports injuries, car accidents, or just the stress of sitting in daily traffic. Our x-ray analysis ensures you get the treatment you need. Have you had a sports injury or been in a car accident? Know someone who has? Go to DannyGarciaDC.com to schedule a new patient exam. We're so confident you'll love your first visit. We're willing to pay for your gas. Mention guys in shorts and you'll receive a $20 gas card. Again, that's DannyGarciaDC.com. Schedule your exam today. Hi, this is Luke Robtie from the LA Kings, and you're listening to Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles. And now that I've done this, 
Can we make sure we have hockey every week on the show? Ben, how about Luke Robitaille? Would you say he's the real deal? Yes. <laughs> Do you seem to call it? No, no, he was the real deal. He was, okay. All right. <laughs> Hold on. Sure. How does the statue look? That's how you know you're the real deal when they make a statue of you in front of Staples Center. Fair enough. Fair enough. I love it. How about them Kings? They are one point away from a playoff spot. This this up and down Kings team that's that's kept it exciting, maybe too exciting for, yeah. for most Kings fans' tastes. Yeah. They're 44, 28, and 8 with 96 points. They need one point to clinch. Vic, what the heck is going on? We're gonna get that one point? I don't know. Really? That, that, uh, How many well, games are left? For, first of all, that game against the Ducks, I'm still hurting. That one was a stinger. Oh. Yeah, because we win that. I mean, we put ourselves in. It's over. It's over, yeah. We, we're, you know, this season, this season has been crazy. There, there was a, a, um, a one of the games last week, I think it was, and I want to say it was a Ducks, and I could be wrong, but it was one of the teams that's fighting for this last playoff spot. They started out, like, let's say, uh, in fifth place, beginning of the day. They jumped from like third, fell back to sixth, and then went back to fourth or something like that. Something really crazy where they jumped three or four places, and they hadn't even played yet in that game, that wow. in that day. Sounds like the Western so, Conference in the NBA. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> it, it's that tight. It's that crazy. Wow. So, yeah, I mean, um, I'm hoping and praying. I mean, it would be nice. And, and they've actually, you know, I've turned it on at the right time. So... They're going to be dangerous if if they do get in there. So let's see. Let's yeah. let's just let's see what happens. I, I think they're going to make it. I think they're they're far enough ahead of the the last team trying to get into the wild card. And because they are so up and down, they'll win one and lose one. So right. you know, there's eighty. And then there you go. Eighty two games in a hockey season for those of you who are. Right <laughs> uh, <laughs> how many? How Eric many just, a baseball season? Eric just looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look behind the curtain. I, I was actually almost positive there were eighty two. I just wanted to confirm. <laughs> <laughs> don't let him get to you. Yeah. Somebody who actually does their homework. Uh, ben, you could take some notes me. from that. Don't shame me for doing my homework. Am I reading this right? There's two games left? Two games left. Yeah, against the Wild and the Stars. So one All of right. those has got to be a win. There we go. All one. right. Good luck, Kings. Go, Kings, go. huh? For the rest of your Kings news, why don't you go check out the Kings realm? They are doing a bang-up job over there. For all your Kings news. Check out the King's Room. Anything <laughs> else to add? A ringing endorsement. Oh, yeah. yeah we love yeah. those guys. They're amazing. Eh. <laughs> oh, wow. No, keep up the good work. They're wearing the hate Vic. Huh? Vic can take them or leave them, but the rest of us, uh, yeah. Two enthusiastic thumbs up. <laughs> they, they, gave me a, they, gave us, they gave me a compliment, so I'm going to play uh, nice. Oh, they, did they? They did turn it into a, a homosexual double entendre, but, you know, I'll take oh, well, That's hey, the King's show works. for you. Whatever whatever works. If that's your style, whatever then that's where you go. You're going to get naked in front of a bunch of guys to weigh in today. So. Yeah, I mean, come on. It is what it is, though. <laughs> that's for science. That's for science. That's for medical purposes. That's true. <laughs> yeah. So the shirt off at the Galaxy game, was that for science too? Oh, you know it's God. for science. That was, that was 100% for science. Yeah. I think we're batting a 1,000 on the turning everything, turning into, everything into a galaxy. Into galaxy yeah. 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 Well done. That's how we roll. With that, we can move on to the rate. The Whoa. Whoa. Raiders? No. Raiders. He did say that Raiders. Was that was Ray. <laughs> Don't edit it out. Yeah. It's all he needed to say was Durs after that. Ben got to you. And I heard Galaxy... Yeah, that doesn't even that make doesn't sense. Even work. No, no. Yeah. Next Rams. 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 Yes. Moving on to the Rams. 
<laughs> Chucky is fixing the Raiders, man. <laughs> oh, gosh. Nobody's talking about that. I'll update that. you next week. Way yeah. to bring it to the Rams, guys. <laughs> How about them Rams making some moves, Besa? Making What's been some going great on? moves. Uh, did you guys hear about this new uh, defensive tackle that we got from Miami? His name is Indomitian Sue. It's crazy. A boy named Sue? No, oh, well, he's not. Uh, he can't be that good. Last name. <laughs> a little two on the nose. Oh, wait a minute. Well, he is pretty good. <laughs> Hashtag dad jokes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Sue's going to be helping us out on the defensive line. And Sue is the type of guy since his days in uh, Detroit, that he has consistently been double teamed. Now, you bring him over to the Rams, and who does he sit next to now? Mr. Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald, who consistently gets double teamed. So what are offenses going to do nowadays? You nothing. have Sue Just next to Donald. Nothing. There is rumble. nothing that offenses yeah. are going to do at this point in time. Well, you just They're going to create so much pressure. What was that? Wait, are they on the same side of the off- or defensive line? Well, they'll be opposite of each other. Well, yeah. they, is on the left side? Left, left side, yeah. Both on the left side. Yeah. So I'd run to the right. No. <laughs> He's figured it out. <laughs> Not how it works, man. <laughs> NFL coaches, when you come to L.A., contact <laughs> It's he just that easy. It <laughs> you got you, it all figured out. You run away from the talent. Well, right? Actually, the, the, it's not, because think about what he said. The defensive tackles are on the left-hand okay, side. He's going to gonna run to the right. Oh, <laughs> I meant to the right, right side the of the, of the defense. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you'd lose game one, but then the rest of the season you'd win. Oh, that's, that's why I have a def- or offensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant, damn it. Uh, well, I did, I did. But I still wanted to po- point it out. No, good point. <laughs> The joke that I was going to make uh, was, you know, well, if you're worried about the rush, then you just throw the ball. But then they have Peters, you got Peters and, and, and Talib yeah. so back there. Yeah, it's just it's nuts. Yeah, it looks it's, like it's crazy. It looks to me like they're going the the Philadelphia Eagles route, where uh, I think a, a you know five ten years ago the running back position, you know, quote unquote, became obsolete because it feels like you could plug yes. a committee in there or, yep. or anyone you know that's halfway decent yep. and make it work. I think last season proved that maybe you don't need a superstar quarterback. You just stack yourself at every other position. And I don't think Goff is going to be exposed here because he's going to have a fantastic defense. They're putting re- receivers around him. And so it seems like they're not going all in on Goff necessarily because they're they're giving all these weapons around it. So I think the, yeah. the Philadelphia Eagles – set the standard and the Rams are kind of following in that same vein. Yeah. Well, yeah. To, to add on to that, I mean, we are also helping out golf. Uh, as of today, we've signed up uh, Brandon Cooks also, who's going to be replacing Cooks. Sammy Watkins. Yeah. And this kind of goes back to, you know, what kind of player can replace Sammy Watkins? And for the last few weeks, we've been talking about Odell Beckham Jr. Is he that type of guy? And I don't think Odell was necessarily that guy. We just needed a good, solid replacement for Sammy Watkins. And I think Brandon Cooks can definitely bring that. He has uh, um, the double as much uh, yardage yeah. as what Sammy Watkins had. But with yeah, Odell but look Beckham, who his quarterback was. Well, yeah. Anybody and I, and that I leaves, think, anybody that leaves Brady is going to have a subpar year the next year. So just think, be prepared. Yeah, and I think the Rams did the right thing in bringing in Brandon Cooks, but not for the reason that why you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think it's because they had, they they gave up less to get him. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because if you have a chance to get Odell Beckham, you get Odell Beckham. Yeah. I mean, he's an upgrade from Brandon. Real Cooks. deal, Ben. Who Odell? Yeah. He's too flashy for my taste. Okay. But, but that's right. perfect. On the field, Wait how about? You how about on the field? Where that it matters. matters. 
Still, still too. I haven't seen enough game film to give a, a, a proper evaluation. Right. I, I think Odell would fit in perfect in Los Angeles with Zlatan oh, and everybody. No, and nobody. Oh yeah. And here's to bring it back. They would be BFFs. Oh Can you imagine a barbecue with Zlatan and, and, and Odell? Odell? Oh, and, good lord! Way to keep our streak alive yeah, there. You know, good job. And that's, you know what's funny is I actually think I actually think the the Rams are going all in in this season or in the next few seasons to win the Super Bowl. And I think it's for a different reason. I think because when Jared Goff's contract comes up, they're, they're probably going to end up giving him a lot of money, right? I'm assuming. And Why? Before, they're building a team that but, to but, compete without him. Why are they going to spite of him? But that's, they're not. Why are they going to spend money And Dominican Sue's here for one year. Okay. There's a lot of expiring. Uh, Marcus Peters' contract ends... There was a two or three of those contracts that end really soon. Okay. So they can get rid of that money. So in other words, what I'm thinking is that they're going all in to win the Super Bowl in in the next one or two years, so that when it when it comes time that Jared Goff's contract comes up, that they'll they're, they're going to throw all kinds of money at it. See, that doesn't make any sense because if you build a team to compete, but those guys are going to be gone, is what I'm saying. Understood. Not necessarily. Well, not necessarily, Our but cap I'm just space saying for next year is ninety-seven million dollars. No, no, no. I we know have a lot of room to spend. Right, but if you're going, but I think what's what's going on is that they're saving that they're they're they got these guys that have expiring, just like the Lakers. They got these guys that have expiring contracts, so that at the end of the at the end of the year they can keep golf. And if they can get a Super Bowl before that happens, I mean, why not? Because well, they know once sure, they sign yeah. them to a big deal, they will never win again. But they already have the they already have that Super Bowl. But see, that's that's where I was leading with that Jared Goff question is is golf your guy i think if i think he is if he has no, a not. good season this season and you say we're putting all these pieces around you if you succeed then obviously y- you can hang but i think uh, i don't know i, I think you, they're setting up this team to win in spite of him and i don't know if that's where you want to throw all your money once everyone else all these other pieces move on yeah uh, so i i still want to see yeah they're following the denver's broncos model is build the greatest defense and then you can win with peyton manning when he's 107 years old can't throw the ball <laughs> <laughs> just, wow. his neck being but, 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 but in reality in reality i mean that's that's what philadelphia did that's what the broncos have been doing you know the patriots of late, they haven't had the, the lockdown defenses that they did earlier in the 2000s, and they've been winning because of Brady's arm and because of Belichick's genius. But I think that the new model in the NFL is you build the defense and and you can plug in whoever you want at quarterback. So I think it would be a huge mistake for them to go and sign Goff to a, an enormous deal. Now, I'm not saying not to sign him to a, a deal that makes sense for so, the Rams. So you don't but like not, what the Raiders do? I am not. I don't. I absolutely <laughs> yeah, don't like it. You know, he, did, no, he did say that. No, I don't. He, I, I don't. No, he didn't. Yeah, no, he did. I did. So no, you were on board with it. I am because the Raiders haven't had a quarterback for so long. Right, you and were they, on board with it. Hear me out. And, no, they, <laughs> and nobody, nobody wants right, to, but you're wrong. Nobody wants to play in Oakland, so they have. They had to sign him because if they didn't. No free agents were going to come. Now, L.A. is a different is a different situation. I think you can get people to come to Los Angeles and play for a year or two, get a Peyton Manning-esque type of player who's a at the Zlatan back. Type. You know what? Get Eli Manning at you this think point. In I think you could bring in Eli Rams, Manning and you guys would be just yeah, as good. I, I agree with you. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't think that's the case at all. Nobody wanted to play for the no. 2016 Rams. No. no, because you guys suck. But exactly. Now, but if you have a great <laughs> defense, which you guys are building, and you've got the best defensive coordinator in the league. Yeah, but that defense was built off of the 2016 Rams. So All I'm, I'm not talking about before. I'm talking right now. You guys are in a situation <laughs> where I think that the older quarterbacks are going to look and they're going to say, I'm going to get the ball 
you know, after four or five downs, because that defense is going to lock down, I'm going to have opportunities to win games, and I've got enough in the tank to do that. I think you could sign an Eli Manning, not for $30 million a season, and I think that you guys would be just as good because you're not relying on that quarterback position to win games. So okay, I think it would be a mistake this, to what? go and sign Goff for a big if deal. They're building this team, if they're building this team off of a defense, why didn't they pay Aaron Donald? They should have. I think they should have. I'm because not they saying that they shouldn't. To. They will. When they have to, they will. Well, they don't, have, they don't have to this season. They don't no. have to. He's no. old, right. though, but isn't they he? Will. Isn't he old, like in no. his like, mid-30s no, or he's, something? He's in his no, rookie contract still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, then who am I That's thinking? That's why he's trying to renegotiate. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Peyton Manning. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Frank, oh, good. Frank <laughs> good, good Rams talk. Yeah, in early April. Love it. Hammer, you've waited uh, long enough. You've been patient. I've dropped the Easter eggs all along the way. All along the way. <laughs> Breadcrumbs. a thousand with everything turned into galaxy anyway. How about that galaxy? Let's oh. go. Oh. Start your engines. Ben oh. started the clock. He started the clock, so we, we should be done in a nice short 45 to 60 <laughs> Perfect. minutes. Perfect. Perfect. Um, the galaxy update needed to come back this week. I know we've uh, branched out to guys in shorts FC. Can you pour some more whiskey while you're talking? Yes, please. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, please. I'm out. Please do. I'm out. So Eric, just week, keep talking. We won't gonna, listen. <laughs> I was going to keep us. talking anyway. I don't want to hear this update anyways. <laughs> so the LA Galaxy played Los Angeles Football Club, also known as LAFC this week, and what was being dubbed El Trafico, uh, you know, kind of a, a, a joke on uh, when Barcelona play Real Madrid, it's called El Clasico. So this is in LA, there's traffic, so it was dubbed El Trafico, a great name, something a little fun. Uh, and of course, the buildup to this is this is the first time that the LA Galaxy were going to play their uh, city rivals, Los Angeles FC. So there was you can't I, be a rival without a history. Well, but that's that's the beauty of this, <laughs> is that the LAFC fans will tell you differently. You obviously haven't been on Twitter or Facebook. <laughs> no, have telling you they have quite a following. They do have they, a legit yes. following. I think, and if you're in the same city, you're instantly a rival. Yeah. No, because the Lakers haven't been rivals with the Clippers ever. And that's uh, what, that's that's fair. The last iteration, uh, there's Chivas that's USA was. was a team. Uh, that played in Los Angeles. They played at the Step Up Center, but it was never really a rivalry because they they never had the talent. And it was also something where the fans were never really bought in because there were ties to a, a Mexican club. But this is something that's you know dubbing themselves as the city of Los right. Angeles, the heart of the city. And so the rivalry has been there since they announced that they are going to you know start playing in Major League Soccer. So there was already that hype. And then leading up to the game, the Galaxy sign. Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Ibrahimovic. <laughs> <laughs> I, we have been rumoring that, you know, as long as we've been doing the podcast, it's been over a year, at right? least the last two years, we've talked about it, and it finally happened, and they got him at a steal for one point five million dollars per season. That's crazy. Wow. Just to give you some nuts. context, his last contract, He's the Shohei of the Galaxy. <laughs> oh yeah, That's yeah. Really great. yeah. His yeah. last contract at Manchester United was twenty five million a year, and now he's coming. Oh. Wait, is that U.S. or is that in It's U.S. It's, I, I converted it just for you. Oh, you did. Okay. So 25, <laughs> 1.5. And, and the thought process is he's coming here. He's going to be in Los Angeles. He's going to get endorsements. He wants to get into entertainment. He has a clothing brand. So this is By more the way, of, testament to you, Los Angeles. That's yes. how good we are. That's yes. right. Yes. That's right. City of champions, Woo. baby. So he takes out a full page ad in the L.A. Times and says, Dear Los Angeles, you're welcome. Oh, and, uh, and it's and, just, it's just, it's completely it. white. And so at the very words. top, it says, you know, dear Los Angeles. And then near the bottom, it just says, 
you're welcome. And it's signed Zlatan. I mean, it's it's how he does that it. Is it's crazy. Vintage Ben Garcia. I loved right it. There. I honestly, okay, <laughs> I had not seen it, and you guys had sent the text to this thread. And I smiled. I said, <laughs> I said to myself, I was like, I can get behind this. Yeah. So, so that for that reason, I I am looking forward to watching my first Galaxy game. Oh. I actually recorded. Wow! I actually recorded the Galaxy wow. uh, LAFC game uh, on my TiVo. Wow! On your TiVo. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't I haven't watched it yet. Probably won't watch it because I've seen <laughs> well because I've seen the highlights that Eric just showed me. But uh, I but do the owe, was there. But I do owe That's Eric. That's the closest yeah. you've been to watching. There you it go. Is, well, it's the closest I've ever been to wanting, wanting to watch to, a game. Yeah. Okay. So er, I owe Eric a game from last year because and we're I, definitely watching I pay one my this debts. Year. Excuse me by washing my car. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah, seriously. So, yeah, we still, we still need to do that. that. But yeah. I'm but I'm going to do that. I'm yeah. going to go to his house and we're going to catch a game. And, and last year I was I was ashamed and I did not want Ben <laughs> to watch a Galaxy <laughs> game. But this year, you know, we went to a Galaxy game either last year or two seasons ago. And I think had we brought anyone who was in the stadium, oh, I'm sure for this last game versus LAFC, even said, LAFC if they, fans. If this was, if this is what soccer is, then I want, I want to be all in on this. Yeah. So I think Zlatan brings that. So Zlatan was coming to the Galaxy, tons of hype. There's a video with him and a lion. He calls himself <laughs> the lion. He has a, a lion tattoo and all the expectation there. Flies in Thursday night. Trains with the team once and then is expected to play on Saturday, the first ever LAFC LA Galaxy game. I went to the game. The atmosphere was incredible. I've been to championship games. I've been to international friendlies. I've been to World Cup games, even though I was younger, but it was in a group stage game. But I'd never seen an environment like this. LAFC fans, I will give them credit. They traveled well. You had a lot of LAFC jerseys. Right down the freeway. Yeah, yeah right down the, <laughs> all 12 miles. Yeah. Um, you know, still obviously a majority Galaxy fans at the game, but but they, they were loud and they were there. Um, but just before the game, there's chanting going on. Uh, they, they filled their, their crowd section of the stadium, and it was just a raucous environment from the start. It was electric. I had never felt StubHub Center like it was, and that's before the game even started. Too wow. bad the game didn't end at halftime, huh? <laughs> <laughs> For them. <laughs> so we'll jump into the game, LAFC, to give you some context. Wow, wait, by the way, we're, yeah, we're not five even minutes and game. 20 seconds <laughs> in. We haven't started talking about the game yet. We are, are going to bask in the glory of this game. <laughs> He's going to milk it. So LAFC, to give you some context, they've played two games, and they won their first two games. Uh, they went into Seattle, who's a, you know a recent champion, stunned them. They went into Real Salt Lake, beat up on them 5-1. So this team has looked hot. They have a lot of talented players, especially on the offensive side. So they were kind of coming into this game hot, and the Galaxy defense is questionable at best. So to start the game, LAFC scores in the fourth minute an absolute beautiful goal, and you think, well, this is not how the Galaxy want to start. And then just a few minutes later, in the 26th minute, they score another goal. Same player, Carlos Vela, and now they're down 2-0. The Galaxy defense looked unorganized. They looked the shambles and LAFC was just having their way with the galaxy. So the, at halftime it's two zero and all those LAFC fans would have been incredibly happy. They're singing, they're dancing, they're up to zero. And I was talking, you know, to a few friends at halftime saying, I don't even know if you bring Zlatan in, you know, who's going to feed him. I, I don't, you know, LAFC is just having their way. Why would you bring him in in a losing effort? This could be like a four five zero game if they keep playing this way. Second half starts. The Galaxy gets an own goal. 
Just three minutes into the second half. So now they're down 3-0. What's an own goal, Ben? (laughs) That is where the ball goes off of your team's foot into your own goal. (laughs) Excellent. When you listen to the show long enough, you might learn something. And and that's what we're here to do. I've been forced to for 107 episodes. (laughs) So they're down 3-0. LAFC fans are just having their way, dancing, singing. They start an Olay chant in the stadium. And Victor, you mind... Letting them know oh, what happens when you start the Ole chant. Uh, the galaxy come back because they're pissed. I mean, <laughs> um, no, it's uh, every time. It's a, I don't know if it's a Mexican thing. I hear the Mexican yeah, fans do Mexico it a lot. So I'm assuming. Ole, ole, yeah, ole. Um, it's, well, it's a little bit different. Com- they complete a pass. A pass. They say ole, ole. So it kind of comes from like the bullfighting. Like yeah, oh, okay. and whenever you do it, like yeah. they're basically showing them up. Oh, so the galaxy yeah. can't touch the ball, and they keep saying ole, ole, because they're keeping the ball away from the galaxy. Orale. I'm sure that's in there somewhere <laughs> yeah yeah so they're basically embarrassing the galaxy but i think that's when that's the one that shift happened because then they got a little too cocky they made a mistake and sebastian legit scored a goal to make it 3-1 sebastian yeah. legit had it was injured for the majority of last season this was his first goal since coming back from injury a guy who's you know a, a fan favorite a, a great player and so for him to get one back he said okay this is something this is something special yeah and then in the 70th minute who starts warming up? Mr. Zlatan oh, Ibrahimovic. Man. And the stadium just starts buzzing. Oh, yeah. The second he Hammer's gets up off the start bench. Falling off. Oh, we're going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's a the, teaser. Fast forward to the 15-minute mark where I'm at right now to, to hear that. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but... Th- that's it. then it's changed after that because the galaxy played better after the own goal. They got one back after they caught LAFC sleeping, and then Zlatan comes on. Zlatan is a guy who hasn't played since December, coming off knee surgery, and you're thinking, well, what can this guy really do? But he's we've mentioned it on the soccer show. I've mentioned it here. He's a once in a generation talent. He ha- he's that good. Believe the hype. There's a reason why he took out a full page ad in the LA Times, and he just changes the game. LAFC looked scared. He he didn't. His touches were a little shaky at first. You can tell he was getting his legs, but at the same time, he impacted the game. When he made runs, when he was making moves, he was impacting the game. So he was involved in a buildup. Then the Galaxy get a second goal. Chris Pontius scores off a header. So now they're down 3-2. Wait, the guy from Jackass? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> same exact name. Different guy. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. So the, this is one of the Galaxy's new signings this year. Chris name is crazy. Chris Pontius. Yeah. Their GM is the guy from American Chris Pie. Chris Pine. And, then, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, they got... So now I'm in 3-2. It's a game of stars. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's... Um, you know, the, the, yeah, 70, the 73rd minute, so Zaton's been on for three minutes, and there's already a goal while he's been on the field, and you think, wow, there's there's hope here. 3-2, <laughs> this is something that we can work with. Zlatan's in, the crowd is buzzing. This is absolutely nuts. So then is when the magic happens. Zlatan gets a, a header that bounces about 40 yards in front of the goal and hits it on a half volley, which is when the ball balances once and just hits a beautiful, beautiful strike Excuse me, I'm getting a little choked up. <laughs> I've just been talking for so long that my voice is drying up. But, uh, but he hits a beautiful strike and scores a goal six minutes into his debut. Wow. So he's now been on the field six minutes, scores a goal, and this is a beautiful strike from 40 yards out. Vic, wow. describe that goal for people who might not be soccer fans. It's it, it, Okay. 
here's the thing is, and this is why what makes Zlatan so good. As Eric mentioned, he you know, his first few touches on the ball weren't that great. You can kind of see the ball come. Normally, when you see, especially guys from Europe come, I mean, the ball comes to them, it stops on their foot, right? It, it went two or three inches to the right. So for him, it was a little bit off. He made one or two passes that were a little bit off. But when the crunch time came and that ball bounced in front of him and he saw how far out the goalie was, the goalie. it was just a one strike and it was it, it was instinct. He, he, was, he wasn't going on, what, what's my next move? It was instinct and bam, he scores a goal. And wow. it was a beautifully hit. I mean, how many yards out was that? It was 40 yards out. It was about 40, 45 yards out. I mean, a perfect arc. I mean, we're... A half volley is like imagine um, you have to time it right. um, a little yeah. bit just below like your hip is or around his hip is where he, his legs swung and hit it, and so he goes to the, it's a side volley. He goes hits to the ball, and it's a perfect arc. You you can see in the in the goalie's reaction where he's like oh, shit, he and he turn literally turns around and starts sprinting back, but he has no chance at this. I mean, there's no goalie on the planet that would have stopped this shot. Absolutely wow. amazing. So so give me so let's equate this to basketball is this about a half court shot is it no this is it's like a steph curry deep deep three a deep three yeah and and catching like shaking a defender and then hitting a deep three like oh shit he's hot okay like one of those yeah. moments okay yeah gotcha it, and it wasn't a desperation it wasn't, it wasn't a desperation was let's planned. get lucky well you i saw the highlight and 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 my thought was what the hell was the goalie doing out that far, that far yeah <laughs> so is that because on any other player like normal mls players exactly. you can do that you don't have to worry that about, shot's never gonna that's, happen that shot's never gonna go in you know with the majority of players and so th the ball took a bounce where uh ola kamara probably doesn't get enough credit because all you talk about is zlatan he he jumped up with a defender and made the defender miss the ball so zlatan got an open and look and the goalie didn't have time to reset so he caught him sleeping and some people have said oh that's a lucky goal anyone could have that strike no. but to have the presence of mind no. to set yourself to realize the goalie's out and then to hit it that and takes the confidence talent. to even and, take that one shot. the balls to try it yes yeah. that's a whole nother thing and then he has to be talented enough to hit it true and like you said it's instinct the guy's been doing this for so long so he ties it at 3-3 and if it would have ended there i would have been very happy listen we battled back Zlatan came in. And it's he the got tie. It's what you like. It's, yeah. it's the tie. <laughs> you would have been thrilled. That's what we play for. You would have been thrilled with the update. But the game still continues to kind of still have offensive marks. LAFC actually goes forward and hits the post. But I tell my brother, and this is going to tie in, I say, listen, if Zlatan scores a game winner, I'm walking out of this place naked. <laughs> There's no the, 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 the roof will fly off of this place <laughs> And so In the 90th minute 90 plus 1 Wait so And how long time, is the soccer game? 90, 90. minutes So they oh had, they had one minute of injury they time? They had three minutes of injury time But this is right when the clock hit 90 Gotcha and that's, of course, arbitrary, Ben. Yes. It's no, it's there's a my, cross. my second <laughs> favorite part of soccer <laughs> behind <laughs> ties. <laughs> the ball gets sit in to 6-5's Laton, who heads the ball in the net in the 90th minute. Wow. And I ripped wow. my shirt off. <laughs> People start throwing beer. I saw a loaded diaper. There's a diaper that went flying because we were sitting near some wow. LAFC fans. <laughs> and, and it was magic. It wow. was magic. Yeah, and I have it, never and, seen anything like that. And the that guy goal, came, he's not yeah. facing the goal. He's he's going towards uh, the a actual spot. play of, of where the ball is coming from. So his, his back is to the goal. Wow. And again, it's that instinct. It's that... Uh, he has two guys on him. They're draping him, right? And it's just that uh, instinct. He didn't have to think about it again. It was just like flick was. it back. 
I know where I am on the field, and if you know where you are on the field, you know exactly where that goal is on the field. And so he knew instantly, bam, I got to flick it. And I mean, he did, at that point he doesn't know where the goalie is, but he goes, "If I can," in your head you're thinking, "All I need to get do is get it on goal, and, and we'll see at, what happens." And if you look at the spot where he put the ball, the goalie could have been. It yeah. didn't matter where the goalie was. He put it in the side netting. There right. was no way any goalie could have gotten to it. So they beat their rivals. They come down from three zero. They debut Laton. He's their savior, and it was just everything you <laughs> can imagine. I've never seen. You really anything. couldn't write it. That <laughs> it, it, it was it, it was like nothing I've ever seen you before know, what, in my life. I've been to championship games, like I said, and I, I'm not going to say this is better than a championship because you always want your team to win a championship. This was just different. Where does it? Does it's that up was, there? It's up there. Where is yeah. that on I, your all time? This is my all time. This is the best moment. thing I've ever seen. Wow, wow. best thing I've That's ever seen awesome. live. Wow, uh, just the the hype that was surrounding it. All the factors, the LAFC factor, their fans getting excited, Zlatan coming in, the type of goals that he scored, just everything around it. It was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Greatest sporting event I've I mean, ever been to. you walked out naked. So. I walked out without a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly did something right. Yeah. So, so it, it was incredible. So if, if, you're, if you've ever been halfway on the Galaxy updates, which I think you probably are, but thank you for listening. <laughs> I think you're being a little bit ambitious there to think that we're even halfway in. If you're a third of the way there. Um, but we now have this guy, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and he is appointment TV. This really speaks to what you're saying about how when Zlatan is on the field, it, it, just the energy changed. It's because a different if he's game. doing these kind of things, isn't the other team going to have to change their, their defense? Absolutely. And that's going to help the Galaxy because... And, and, and this is something I mentioned on the Corner of the Galaxy podcast, if you're listening. Oh! That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. We can, we can shout out to Josh Gessman in the Corner of the Galaxy. He could never come on the field and he'll positively impact the Galaxy. Because if he's just on the bench, the other team has to worry, well, what if they bring him on? Yeah. What if they do this? So he makes them better without even being on the field. Just Unbelievable. The, just the threat of having Zlatan come on. So now put him on the field, and now he's scored two goals, and now teams are really going to be shaking in their booties when when he comes to town. Yeah. So so, oh, it's just such a great signing oh, so for great. pennies on the dollar. If he never plays another game for the LA Galaxy, it would have all been worth it. Eric, uh, is he the real deal? He is. He's been the real deal. <laughs> <laughs> the guy's been the real deal for the last 18 years. It's not a big enough sample size. <laughs> Then he'll wait till they retire yeah, only, his jersey. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably going to retire his jersey at six different clubs. So yeah, yeah I think he's the real. Dude. Ben, Ben's going to give it another year or two before he crowns. Well, hold David on, Beckham, he doesn't. He doesn't deal. have a statue. At no Staples statue. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if they made a proposal to build a Zlatan statue outside of StubHub, I'd I'd, I'd sign it. <laughs> yeah, right. Good stuff, Hammer. Congratulations. Oh. So happy for you, Vic. You okay with your uh, LAFC uh, loss? You know what? Is that all right? Yeah. You know what? Um, really quick, just really short and quick, but um, LAFC showed, regardless of the, the the score of the game, that they are a team to reckon with. Uh, I think in the second half, they went into a shell. Uh, they were flat-footed, and most of the times when they go on a counter-strike, um, it's That's just it's push, push, push forward. And you saw them in the second half. They would push, like, Three quarters of the way, and then the ball will be passed back. They went away and I was from like, what yeah, I was like, what are you doing? Like, what? So they went into, and I hate when soccer teams do that. And then most teams will do that. Prevent they go, defense, yeah, and especially I if you're up three zero. That. Yeah, I can't stand. Now I'm like, bury him. So you would hate Portugal in the Euro? Yes. 
Okay. Oh. <laughs> except, we, oh. except we have a nice shiny trophy yeah, in our training yeah, case. Yeah. Well, no. In that, on, and quite honestly, it's every team in Style. soccer does that. But and yep. and, and yeah. it, it, it blows my mind because I'm like, I am of the thought if you can beat them 6 nothing, beat them 6 nothing. Yeah. You know, there's a reason why they can't score is because you have the threat yeah. of scoring on them. So they, they have to play defensively back. So, yeah, that, that was their biggest problem, I think, is that they just went into this shell of trying to, you know, pre- exactly what Ben said, prevent defense. Then they deserve what they got. Exactly. All right. That's what you get, LAFC. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love this little rivalry no, between the real. two of you. And that's the beauty is yeah. there's now a real legit rivalry. There you yeah. Go. You know, no, that, that's, that's going to be that, up there with Dodgers Angels yeah. and uh, Laker, Lakers. <laughs> Come and on, South, man. Lakers you and lost South, us on that first one right yeah. there. Lakers and South Bay Lakers and, uh, <laughs> and all the other Los South Angeles Bay rivalries. But it's going to be a rivalry moving forward, and it is real, and it's fun. And it's we should this should be fun. That's awesome. Yeah, rivalry. Rivalries are fun, and, and they LAFC are. brought it. Sounds like it's going to be great for soccer in LA. Yeah, Absolutely. Regardless, sure. There's plenty no of soccer pie to go around. It. Irregardless. All Irregardless. right. <laughs> Good stuff. For the rest of your Galaxy news, if you didn't get enough there in the last oh, tight... Uh, it was 20 was minutes. That? 20 minutes. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I went short. I guess go I went yeah. short. <laughs> Guys in Shorts FC, where these two fools will crack wise and... and continue their rivalry that's what we do and yeah. it, and if you're not into that we had a, a video game player on our last show so there's that FIFA. yes you did that's it, right uh full disclosure i thought he was an actual <laughs> galaxy player because he has <laughs> he has a soccer name which is an awesome yeah, name giuseppe guastella oh that's Guastella. It's a great definitely name. a soccer player right yeah. seriously yeah. is he french <laughs> He's Italian. Giuseppe didn't give it away. <laughs> yeah, great interview, by Thank the you. way. Thank you. If, if you ever wondered about esports, yeah, it's fascinating. Really, it yeah. is interesting. Yeah, even if you didn't wonder. No, I don't. I, never, I don't wonder. I never did <laughs> Listen, they're not ben. athletes. Nobody cares. No, no. We bring that it. up. He, we talk about that. He on asks the show. him that. Yeah, um, Eric puts him on blast and says, "Hey, you're not an athlete." Defend yourself. Oh, good. <laughs> defend yourself. Did he defend himself? Virtually. Like, he, yeah. He, we, yeah. We had to fight. He, yeah, yeah. Via, via he beat, he beat Eric yeah. three to one in FIFA. <laughs> they played punch out. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, check us out. <laughs> Let's end this podcast. We're having going fun. Fun. <laughs> At GIS Soccer Show on Twitter. Oh, man. A huge thank you to Eric Pincus. That was awesome of him to join yeah. us. Good dude. Yeah. Good guy. We are Guys in Shorts. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. We're on Facebook and Reddit and everything. Our website is guysinshorts.com. We got the store up there. Also a voicemail if you'd like to uh, call in and tell us I don't know how great Zlatan is. Hammer is fielding those calls. I might call all in. week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, call in nude. <laughs> He'll call in and leave the rest of his galaxy. Yeah, 25 update. minute voicemail. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that number is 562-450-3356. And please do uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave a review for us there. If it's five stars, five star variety. Yeah, we'll take four star also, but no, if it's less won't. than that. that five star only. Don't bother. Leave a review for the realm, the king's realm. All right. You can uh, also find us on the rest of your podcast uh, platforms of choice. For Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Ah!